0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: And welcome, folks. Uh, Here we are, another day, and here we go. You know... Uh so much to get to. We we just don't need to uh what's the saying? Uh dilly dilly dally dally dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly dally. Dilly dally. That's it. Leave it up to legendary Dave to know that. Um Yeah, we got a lot to get to. A lot to get to, so we'll we'll get right to it here shortly. But uh but you know, folks, look, it's a happy day. I have to pause and say it's a happy day. I may not be Walking six feet above the ground, but I am above the ground. And any time you wake up and you're above the ground, it's a good day, and you should be happy. Um, if you're one of those uh, angry, angry, angry Democrats, or if you woke up angry today, uh, you need to pause and ask yourself why are you so angry. Um, I meet Democrats. I run into Democrats every day, and uh, or almost every day, and. A hundred percent of them are angry at something. Um you you won the house, you won the Senate, you won the presidency, you managed to put the whitest, the oldest, former segregation supporting, dementia laden man in the presidency. But he has a D by his name. Why aren't you happy? How can you continue to go day to day and live your life so angry? Uh, there, there just comes a point when you've gotta ask yourself, or you should ask yourself, why are you so angry? Uh, folks, life is hard enough. And if you go through it with a chip on your shoulder, uh, it, it's gonna be a lot harder. And, and I just, I, you know, I just had to, To bring attention today that I, I am just amazed that I, I've got Democrats that get on my, my social media feeds and they're angry about something. I, I, I am amazed. They, they've got to make fun of me. They have to make fun of my heritage. They, they've got to call me names or they'll something that, that they see me post. They, that, that's just something good. So, so I, you know, I don't always do politics, folks. I, I'll post good things too that they may be politically connected um i i may i even will say things about uh, good things about people who may disagree with me or you know who knows but but these democrats will come on the feed and just be angry about something they are never satisfied and and, and i don't know how you can go through life like this uh you know last week i i did a discussion i, I did a tribute to to the godfather uh, on, on what he meant to me and what he's done just 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 what he what i've been able to do because of listening to him and and one of the things i told you guys last week that i learned was don't fret over the things you can't change don't stress over the things you can't change. And. Mm, by gosh, don't be angry and mad at things you can't change. Focus on the things you can change, and your life is going to change immediately. <laughs> so, uh, But anyway, so I, I can't help but notice. I, I, I just don't understand. Um, the Democrats, you know, it was like this in the Obama years. You know, in 08, Obama was in the White House. The Democrats controlled the Senate. The Democrats controlled the House. But yet they were angry, For two straight years, they controlled everything, and then when they lost the Senate, or they lost the house first. Uh, they were still angry. Uh, I mean, they still had the Senate. They still had the presidency, but they were still angry. Um, I, I'm just amazed. And then every, every time a, a ceiling is broken, and I'm using air quotes, you know, the Democrats, everything they, they do everything through this, through, through the lens of color or, or some type of box that you're in, some kind of identity that, that they place you in or identity that they place on you. Whenever a so-called ceiling is broken, they're still angry. You'd think they'd be happy. Um, We've had some record cold this winter. We've had record snow down in Texas. We've had ice. We've we've got all this stuff going on. So you would think they'd take credit for stopping climate change or stopping global warming. But they don't. They just get more mad. (laughs) So... uh, it, it, it. it begs the question, and if you're an independent, if you're on the fence, and you're just not sure—gosh, can I support the conservatives, or, or do I do I stay a Democrat? Well, you know what? Ask yourself: Do you want to go through life angry? Do you want to be with part of a party that's angry at everything? Um, you you really really should ask yourself that. Uh, I, I mean, to me, it's a common sense question, uh, and 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 you know, folks, if, if what I'm saying. Sounds strange to you? Then just kind of open your eyes a little bit. I, I'll bet you'll notice it now. I'll bet you now that I've no, that I've said and told you how angry the left is still today, even though, like I said, they've got the White House, they've got the Senate, they've got the House. Um, why on earth are they still so angry they've got a cancel culture that's thriving Uh, they control big corporations every big corporation Amazon Facebook Apple uh, Walmart Target you name it they're in bed with the Democrat Party uh So why are the Democrats so angry? Um, You've got this uh, Nike and and all these companies that are participating in the cancel culture. You've got companies that are firing people because they have a difference of opinion. You have the New York Times, I believe it was, that just fired a writer because he was actually having a discussion about the N-word that is used in rap music over and over and over and over. Uh, there's a mall here in Atlanta that you can go to and you'll hear the N-word just about every five feet you step. Uh, but there's no cancel culture there. Uh, you've got the left now that's so angry. They want to cancel Dr. Seuss. Well, I got news for the left. I got news for you wacko activist, leftist, communist, socialist, Democrats out there who want to cancel Dr. Seuss. The creator of Dr. Seuss was a raging leftist. But he still had some good books. But now you want to cancel him because you think his, his books are somehow green eggs and ham, David. Green eggs and ham somehow are racist. I
2: don't know how that can be. Well, it, you know, I know that was at the head of your reading list and uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you finished the last one what, a close uh, yesterday. Yes, <laughs> You know, you're you're working on the word angry. Well, I'm going to throw out I'm I'm pretty angry too. Uh-oh. Did you see the right now in DC is the Michigan National Guard. Mm, okay. And um They're back to eating MREs because they were served, I don't know who does the cooking, but they were served meat that wasn't done that also had metal shavings in it. (laughs) And, you know, it's deplorable. And I'm going to take another minute to say one other thing is that as we have talked about it in our veteran shows, one out of every four homeless or veterans folks this is deplorable and i'm asking or i'm begging or whatever you want to call it please help people like frankie holbrook and she has a a uh, street ministry called his shining light and these folks need help if nothing else i would like to start whenever you're at one of the big box stores and see a a plastic drop cloth the heavy one not the little lightweight things but the heavy drop cloth Either buy one or send one to me, or and I'll see that the, the veterans on the street or people on the street will get those drop cloths. At least it'll protect them from the rain and from the elements and uh, and the super cold. Mm-hmm. It helps anything or just give to uh, his shining light and uh, help the folks that. And particularly, and I don't want to say particularly, help all folks. That's the way to do it. But well, it's a shame that we yeah. have one in four homeless that are veterans. Uh, well, David, you, you know, the good book says, Help Thy Neighbor. And and
1: as, but to me, and I'll say it, especially a veteran, because we wouldn't be where we are and who we are today were it not for the veteran. Uh, we, we couldn't be doing this show. We couldn't. Um, so, uh, David, you're 100% right and folks' like David said, we here at America's Web Radio will help. So if you just, you want to send us, send some things here to America's Web Radio, we'll get it to the veterans. Um, David's 100% right there. In this country, uh, there you know, we shouldn't have a homeless problem in this country anyway. And I'll say, and, and I'll say this, the homeless problems in this country are usually in, you will find, the biggest problem, I should say, you will find in every Democrat-run city. So, Here's another question you guys can ask yourself. How on earth do you want – maybe this is why people are still so angry, David. How on earth do you want the Democrats to control everything and the federal level when they're destroying everything on the city local level? And, folks, you don't have to, to take my word for it. Just look up San Francisco. Look at the homeless problem and the crime problem. Look at Chicago. Look at New Orleans. Look at Detroit. Uh, look at Baltimore. Look at L.A. Uh, I could go on and on and on. City of Atlanta. Uh, wherever the Democrats are in 100% control, you will find a declining city you will find crime through the hilt you will find homelessness you will find nothing but disparity you will find nothing but poverty you, that's what you're going to find in these democrat cities and, and, and it's a it's an awful thing and 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 that is a huge reason why i don't want them in charge of all the federal government uh, or any other forms of government i mean you cities out there you need to start throwing these people out of office um you've got cities around this country that have had democrat control 100 percent democrat control for decades and decades and decades there's no republican in sight that can be blamed because they haven't elected a democrat in 30 40 years but yet you still vote for democrats the very people who've put you into poverty, you keep voting for them. Uh, it makes zero sense, folks. Zero sense. So it's time for you to start thinking about that. So, but, uh, but, but take to heart, folks. We, we need to help our veterans wherever they are, um, in this country. Uh, no veteran should go without. No veteran should go without. And you know, David, you mentioned who's doing the cooking. You know, I once asked a special forces buddy of mine as, you know, who who the cooks were in the military, and he looked at me and he said, well, those would be the Democrats that joined the military.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I I can't address what's going on in Washington, but I can address what's going on in forts and posts, and that uh, they've turned the cooking over to contract labor. Contract labor, yeah. Now, I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Probably China. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what's happening in uh, D.C., but, um, you know, those guys... And they're going to wind up coming out of this okay, because they've been on active duty now, what, about four months? About four months, yeah. Okay, well, that... So that's active duty pay. (laughs) Yes. Well, not only active duty pay, (laughs) that gives them all the benefits. It gives them all the benefits. Uh, They've spent over uh, 160 days on active duty, Uh so that gives them the benefits that... uh, most reservists won't have. They'll However, have. today most reservists do because they're the ones who are fighting our battles in uh, Iraq and, and overseas, around the world. Yeah. yeah. So. Um,
1: and as the Democrats deplete the military like they always do, then then that that is even more that becomes demanding of the reservist.
2: Oh yeah, and um, uh, it's. Yeah, you know they they bailed our can out in Desert Shield well, and 100%. Desert Storm. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so absolutely. anyway, think so. about the uh, the homeless, uh, be it here in Atlanta or wherever you might be. But mm-hmm. uh, one out of every four are veterans. Yeah, and, and, uh, and that shouldn't be no.
1: That shouldn't be, and and we, we we can do better, folks. We really can, and that and that's a that's something you can do on your city local level. So if you're listening to me now, and, and no matter where you are, and I've got listeners in California, Utah, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Florida, New York, New Jersey, anywhere, you guys you can all find a, a local chapter um, that that that's going to be able to help. A veteran, so so. Make sure you do something. Um, you know, do it in your spare time. It, it, it'll you, you'll feel better for doing it. You really, really well. So, but all right, let's. I'm going to move on a little bit. You know, speaking of of being angry, <laughs> so nothing will make today's Democrats more angry than a group of conservatives having a a just a grand old time uh, at a place called CPAC or, or at a convention called CPAC. And, and folks, this past weekend, if you're not familiar, uh, CPAC, which is a good conservative uh, every year, a conservative convention that goes on. Well, it happened this past weekend in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. You know why? Because Orlando, Florida is open for business. The state of Florida is open for business. The state of Florida has been... Uh, let's just say non-lockdown for months and months and months and months and months. Um, I believe Florida was um, right with or just after Georgia to to unlock its state. And folks, my goodness, um, I, I won't get off on this tangent too much right now, but uh, if you can't look back and see that lockdowns were the exact wrong thing to do, then you need to do a little bit more investigating and reading and you need to be honest with yourself. You need to stop uh, your your affiliation with the letter D and you need to start looking at the facts. Y- you know, you, you people out there, <laughs> yes, you people, uh, you voters, you Democrat sycophants, you people that just can't divorce the letter D, uh, all of you who 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 will stand by the letter d no matter what that's got to stop because the evidence is out and the evidence is clear and the data is clear and every one of you democrats out there who who will scream it's the science follow the science follow the science you really love science until it doesn't fit your narrative uh you want an example oh gee i'll give you an example uh, according to science, you're male or you're female when you're born. Uh, that's it. You're male or you're female. And I'm not afraid to say it because that's where the science lies. But not with the Democrats. Oh, no, no, that's not good science because that doesn't fit our narrative. Uh, so you see what I'm saying, folks? Y- y- you've got to get away from the sycophancy that you have with the Democrat Party or the letter D. Um, because lockdowns didn't work lockdowns caused more problems you know president trump said in the beginning of this last year in the beginning of this pandemic he said we cannot let the cure be worse than the virus and that's exactly what lockdowns that's what they did that's what they were they're they're turning out to be worse to cause more problems than the virus did um And if that makes you (laughs) run to your safe space or your cry closet, well, you know what? Shut the door and lock it for a while because you need maybe maybe you needed to be sent to your cry closet. Um, Anyway, folks, all right, let me get back to this. So nothing makes a Democrat more angry than seeing a group of conservatives have a good time. And that's another thing about being angry. Apparently, Democrats just don't believe in having a good time. They don't believe in having fun. Um, because they, they just got their panties in a collective wad over the weekend because there was just a group of people. And you know what? This group of people, there were black people, brown people, yellow people, white people, uh, there were all kinds of backgrounds, young, old, uh, middle-aged. I mean, you name it. And there were people of that group, whatever group you want to, you know, put them in. Uh, but they were at CPAC. They were in Florida, and they were enjoying themselves. Um, I, it was really cool to see. And if you didn't see it, you can look it up. You know, you can go on YouTube or, or do a Duck Duck Go search, and you can probably find some some coverage of CPAC. Uh, but but it's a really neat convention. And and they basically what happens at CPAC is a bunch of conservatives get together and they talk about. The conservative platform. How to move forward? How to how how to approach the next upcoming elections, which are twenty twenty two. So you had a lot of conferences going on during CPAC. You had a lot of speakers, but amongst all that, you had people just walking around, being together again, talking about similarities, talking about their differences, but coming together with the goal of freedom, liberty, uh, obeying the constitution. Uh, understanding that the Constitution is the rule of law understanding that the United States is the greatest plant uh, greatest country on the planet um, understanding that if you are fortunate enough to be an American that you should thank God every day because of that you should thank God every day that there is an America to run to that there is a United States to run to um that that that's that's some of the things, that's some of the feeling, that's some of the commodity that that's at CPAC. And that kind of stuff just really, really pisses off Democrats. And and again, this is why I say it's 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 time to start asking why are they so angry? <laughs> why? Um they were so angry, folks, that you, we had some media people in the, you know, the leftist media, the, the sycophant, lamestream media. You had this, and I don't remember her name, and, and I don't want to give her credit anyway. I will give her credit for saying this, but I'm not going to say her name, but I don't remember it anyway. Um, I have a little Bidenism going on right now. Um, but you had this journal, so-called journalist out there who on Sunday, uh, her reaction to CPAC was, wow. CPAC was just a big old convention of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I mean, she had a problem that that the former the president Trump or the last Republican president. This is a conservative convention, and and folks, President Trump was the most conservative libertarian president we've ever had since Ronald Reagan. And, uh, so he, you know, of course he, he ended the CPAC. He closed it with, with a rousing speech. And this, uh, so-called journalist just was beside herself. So, you know, he had a bunch of people having a good time. And there were tons of women. There were tons of women speakers. But that didn't matter to this so-called journalist. She said it was a sea of toxic masculinity, and that Trump stood up there and Trump said he owned the Republican Party. Well, let me tell you something. President Trump is the former Republican president, uh, just left office. Yeah, you're darn right. He is the leader of the Republican Party. As much as Lynch, Lynn, Liz Cheney has her panties in a wad and can't stand Donald Trump. Well, too bad. Too bad. Because they're, the, 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 Republican voters and the, the conservative voter, the libertarian voter, the Trump voter is not out there right now going, give me some John Kasich. Woohoo. They're not out there saying, uh, give me some Jeb Bush. <laughs> they're just not doing it. Uh, no, you've got, uh, I want to say, uh, the last poll I saw was, gosh, may, somewhere between 60 and 70 percent, I think, that want Trump to run again. 95 percent of the Republican Party and independents are saying uh, that they want the America First agenda to to continue. They They want that to be on the forefront in 2022 and 2024. So President Trump's not going anywhere. Donald Trump's not going anywhere. Is he going to run again? I don't know. I don't know. I'll get to that in a little bit as we get down into some of the topic rundown. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, if if what I think and if I think Trump is going to run again. But uh, but but right now, you know, bottom line is we don't know. But what I do know is that the the movement that is Make America First, the movement that is Put America First, the the movement that is the American citizen matters. That's not going anywhere. The Republican Party is, is is about to change. It is changing, but it's about to change. And, and, and let me go ahead and say this. One of the best things Trump did at his speech at CPAC on Sunday night was put to rest the fake news story that he was going to start a, a third party. Because just as Ronald Reagan said, it is not a third party we need. It's just to take over and and expand the Republican Party. And Donald Trump put all that fake news to rest because the media was out there telling stories for the past month or so that Donald J. Trump was going to start a third party. Well, that's wishful thinking on the Democrat side and on the media side and they push out stories like that. They they push out fake stories like that because they're hoping that they can say it enough to where it becomes the truth and then they're hoping that voters will say, oh gosh, we just don't, we, we don't want Trump. We don't want that movement. But it isn't working and it isn't going to work. But but, the, but they wanted to try and separate voters from Trump. That's what they've been trying to do for five years now uh, or four and a half years or whatever. Um, they were trying to separate voters from Trump, and, and they can't do it, and it's driving them crazy. So their latest tactic was to put out false narrative and fake news saying that Trump was going to start a third party because they wanted, they wanted the Trump voter to get angry and go, no, 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 we don't need a third party. Trump, you're crazy. Well, Trump put that to rest on Sunday night at CPAC because he said, you know, uh, I am not starting a third party. We have the Republican Party. We have some good people in the Republican Party. Not all of them. <laughs> we got to get rid of the establishment. Lindsey Graham's got to go. McConnell's got to go. Ben sass has got to go. Romney's got to go. Cheney's got to go. A lot of these people got to go. But, the, but, but until we can get rid of them, we can still take the Republican Party in the right direction from within. And and I will sit here today. You guys know I I I, won't, I don't call myself a Republican. I call myself a Constitutionalist Libertarian, um, or a Constitutional Conservative Libertarian. That's what I call myself. Um, but I don't have to call myself a Republican to know that it's the Republican Party that I need to convince people to come my way, and and that's what uh, Trump, Donald Trump was doing, and and that's what we're going to do. We have to put the American citizen first. Uh, how on earth does it make sense to put the non-citizen first and if you're a democrat out there and you think uh you were so angry because donald trump hurts your feelings or you didn't like orange man bad but now you're happy with with this i i i'm really sorry I, i'm just going to be nice because i really feel sorry for for joe biden you know dementia joe is is in failing health and they are using the crap out of him the democrat party is using this man and 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 my in my view, they're abusing the elderly with what they're doing to Dementia Joe. Um, so I do feel sorry for Biden. Uh, but right now, the policies that are coming out that Joe's spouting out and whoever's pulling his his strings, it's the socialist radical wing of the Democrat Party. And if you're a Democrat voter and you can't see this, then you really, really need to open your eyes because – We have gone to America last policy now, not America first. And if you're a Democrat voter, you're you're an American citizen. How do you feel that the non-citizen is getting more rights than you, the citizen? It's pretty messed up. You, the citizen have to stay at home. You, the citizen, can't go to restaurants. You, the citizen, can't go to a concert. You, the citizen that are in blue states, are on lockdown still. Um, uh, Maybe partial lockdowns because they're starting to try. Some of them are coming out of lockdowns. But you're still being told. You, the American citizen, sit down, shut up, put on three masks, and obey. But the non oh, – oh, and by the way, you, the citizen, we're going to stick a swab up your nose every five seconds because we got to make sure that you're not infected. Uh, we might have to swab your ears, your mouth, your throat, your – who knows? Or if you're China, we're going to stick it right up your derriere because we're going to make sure you're not infected. You, the citizen, the American citizen, this is what the Democrats are doing to you but if you 're non citizen you 've got an open border, you can come across the border you 're not being tested you 're not being forced to wear a mask, you can just come right on over because you 're the non citizen and not only are you going to be able to come over and not be tested when you come across the border you're going to be you 're going to get health care you 're going to get food stamps you 're going to get a stimulus check in the under the guise of COVID-19, Wuhan-19, the China virus checks. If you're the non-citizen, you're going to get a check from the taxpayer from the citizen. Uh, so, I, I, I'm look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. If you think you can defeat my argument, come at me, bro. Come at me. If you think you can defeat my argument, come on, bring it. Because you can't. Because the non-citizen is being put in front of the citizen, according to the Democrat Party. And folks, I'm Mexican descent. Let me remind you. Let me remind you. I am Hispanic. I have family in Mexico. But I'm an American first. All right. Don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio on Point with Victor.
2: Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quicksteak.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now.
1: And we're back, folks. We are back. Uh, look, folks, you are tuned into America's Web Radio, the uh, number one web station across the interwebs. Uh, or I should say, internet station across the interwebs. Uh, I am Victor There is host of The On Point with Victor Show. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I can't, again, I cannot thank the listeners enough. You guys are so awesome. All of my listeners from all over the country, you're just wonderful, wonderful. And, and, and I love it when you guys Pipe in so later on in the show, I'm going to get to uh, some listener questions um, because you guys are pretty active, even when I'm not on the air, you guys are active. So, this is awesome! Awesome, I cannot thank you enough. So, um, let me, I, I, I want to pause for a second. Those of you who know me, a lot of you know me, you know, one of my pet peeves is customer service. Customer service, customer service, customer service. If, if you have a business and customer service is not the, on the top, top, top of your mission statement, uh, then you probably aren't doing as well as you could be doing. And, um, but I went and, well, let me do this too. I, a lot of you know that, um, one of the major food groups I have, and I only have about four, uh, one of is pizza i love pizza especially new york pizza in fact um i'm i'm just waiting for mark the shark to come down and visit us and bring me some raised pizza mark if you're listening feel free to mail me some raised pizza <laughs> so um and maybe throw a bagel in there too because you just can't get a bagel like a new york bagel uh, but anyway so uh last night i went to uh there's a pizza joint in my neighborhood and folks let me tell you something if if Wherever you are, whatever city you're in, um, do go out and support if you can, if you're able, uh, go and support the local restaurants uh, around you because they are hurting. Uh, the Democrat party the democrat lockdowns these crazy rules king fauci they have done everything to destroy the restaurant industry uh, especially the small guy so so visit some places around you and and if you can if you're able and and help them survive well there's a pizza joint around my hood and it's called Galas. And I gotta give them a shout out because I go to Galas. My goodness, we probably go every Monday night. It's kind of a thing now. And, uh, one of the best pizza joints in Georgia. And, uh, just great customer service. Uh, whoever owns Galas, they're doing a great job training their staff because they're, it's a pleasant, just pleasant experience every time I go in there. And last night, um, one of their workers came out and he just said you know what Victor, great customer you are, this is on us and I tell you folks, that's just amazing uh, great, great service, so Gallus Pizza so if you're in Georgia you're in the Atlanta area uh, go visit Gallus Pizza not only are you going to love the pizza you're going to love the customer service so Gallus Pizza, there's one in uh, Shambly Brookhaven, check it out uh, okay, so let me get back to this, so um, so CPAC happened, and it really, really, really put the uh, Democrats in a collective uh, panty bunch uh, or put their panties in a collective bunch, I should say. <laughs> I should probably just stop talking about panties. All right, anyway, um, so so let me tell you how upset the Democrats got. The Democrats got so upset at CPAC and at people having a good time, so upset that not only were they calling it toxic, toxic to masculinity, and my goodness – you know, I, I'm i old enough to remember that, uh, you know, Barack Obama uh, marched into town. You know, he walked across water, apparently, and uh, became the president. Uh, when Obama was in there, it, every spe- every time Obama spoke, it was me, me, I, I, me, me, I, I. He started the speech with me, me, I. He talked about me, me, and I, I, I in the middle, and he ended with me, I, I, me, me, I. Uh, why wasn't that toxic masculinity? <laughs> I mean, he led. The, he's still leading the Democrat Party. <laughs> Make no mistake, Biden isn't leading squat. Uh, Dementia Joe doesn't know where he is half the time. Um, Obama is running the show right now, all of his cronies. Just look at the people who are back in Washington now. Look at the swamp. The swamp has swelled up once again with the uh, Obamanites. But uh, anyway, that that could be a whole nother show. So, so the, the Democrats are so mad at CPAC that one of the other things they're out there running around uh, uh, with their little headlines all over the place is that there were Nazi symbol at symbols <laughs> at CPAC. They said the stage configuration was set up to be a Nazi symbol. I mean, it doesn't get any dumber than this, folks. And and how do I know this is so stupid and dumb? Because. On Friday night, when, when CPAC started on Friday, uh, when CPAC got rolling, this this convention, on Friday night, they held a Shabbat dinner. Now, for those of you who don't know what a Shabbat dinner is, it is the Jewish celebration for Sabbath. So on Friday night, at the CPAC convention, that the Democrats are trying to tell you had a Nazi symbol <laughs> there. The, so basically the Democrats are so angry they're trying to tell you that it was a bunch of Nazis running around CPAC. Okay? They're trying to tell you that. While at the same at the time, the CPAC people kicked things off Friday night with a Shabbat dinner, which is a Jewish celebration for Sabbath. You see folks, this is why I'm telling you you've got to question the Democrats. You've got to question if you're if you are married to the letter D, you need to start questioning things because you're you're part of a party that that revels in anger and that lies and lies and everything almost that they're putting out is a lie. I, I mean, it's terrible, folks, just terrible. So anyway, that's what was happening at CPAC. And um I mean folks, it just you just, I mean if it wasn't so serious and ridiculous, you'd you would have to laugh because I, I, I mean I did laugh I mean I would laugh my tail off when I heard them make this Nazi comment, knowing that the people at CPAC had a, a Shabbat dinner on Friday night. I mean, uh, how many Shabbat dinners do you think went on was held by the Nazi party? You know, it's amazing to me, but I will tell you this, and I've told you this before. Uh, everything the Democrats accuse the Republicans of doing, they are doing themselves or have done themselves. Uh, the Democrats are really, really good at pushing their atrocities, pushing their faults onto the Republican party. And with the help of the media, it's st- Uh, I mean, folks, the Democrat Party is, is talking reparations now. This is coming from the party who was the party of segregation, the party of the KKK. The Democrats, they were the Jim Crow party. That's the Democrat history. But yet they are trying to convince you that it was the Republican history. It's not, folks. Just do some history search. Do your research. Do your historical readings. Because everything I am telling you can be validated in history. (laughs) History is on my side. And uh, I'm just amazed at what the Democrats get away with. And they wouldn't get away with it if we had an honest media. They they wouldn't. Um, My goodness, this comes to mind, too, folks. The Democrats are out there wanting to cancel, cancel, cancel. Oh, you're racist for canceling you. Oh, you 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 said something that we don't like. Well, you said it 30 years ago, but we don't like it, so we're going to cancel it. Well, I got a question for the Democrat party. When are you going to cancel Robert freaking KKK bird? You know that Senator Bird, Democrat? From West Virginia That you guys hail Hillary Clinton said That was her role model Hillary Clinton put that man On a pedestal In fact I'm pretty sure The Democrat Party Still has a statue Of Robert KKK Byrd Folks Robert Byrd Senator Byrd Democrat Senator Byrd Democrat from West Virginia Was a grand master Or grand dragon Of the KKK Why hasn't he been cancelled? You see the duplicity? You see the hypocrisy? Folks, the Democrat Party's history is one that is awful. It is one that even Martin Luther King himself wouldn't be a part of. Yeah, I said it. Martin Luther King marched in Chicago when he started fighting for civil rights. Chicago was run by a bunch of leftist Democrats, segregationist, Democrat Party. That is what Martin Luther King fought. Martin Luther King was no Democrat, not then, and he for darn sure wouldn't be a Democrat today. He would be pretty pissed off at what's going on today Uh, and that's what's being perpetrated by black politicians. Oh, man. Man, I would love to see MLK if he could, if he were alive today. I would love to see him go off on Al Sharpton and uh, Reverend Jackson and some of these other race pimps. It would be quite the sight to see. So, anyway, all right. So, 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 uh, back to this anger thing. So, Democrats are so angry that that they accuse the CPAC of having Nazi symbol. Their stage being a Nazi symbol, all while the CPAC. People did a uh, a Shabbat Shabbat dinner, (laughs) celebrating the Sabbath. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing, amazing, amazing. You know, if you want to talk about uh, symbols. Boy, can we go back and look at the forward symbol? You guys remember in 08 and when, when Obama came to, to office, uh, they used this nice little symbol, that, that forward symbol. Folks, look it up. It's a Marxist symbol. So you want to play this game, Democrats? You want to play this game of of, of symbols and, and accuse the Republicans of having symbols? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just go back and look at the forward symbol by Obama and, look, and what they said it stood for. It was Marxist. Uh, look at the burn, loot, murder crowd. Burn, loot, murder. What is their emblem? What is their logo? A Marxist fist in the air. All of it can be tied to Marxism, but you're not going to hear it from the media, folks, because the media doesn't want you to know that. The media just wants to take all the faults of the Democrat, all the atrocities of the Democrats, and accuse the Republicans. They want to put that on the Republicans, and they figure if they say it enough, you'll start believing them. And Unfortunately, some of you have believed it, and, uh, and that, that's a sad day. But I'm hoping through, through my show and through other shows that are out there that, that the truth will start seeping out. Little by little by little, you're, you're gonna get a dose of truth because, you know, I've had listeners that have, that have reached out to me and gone, oh my gosh, Victor, I didn't know that. And you know what I tell them? Whenever I get a listener that contacts me and says, I didn't know that, I tell them, well, don't just take my word for it. Go, go look it up. Go look it up. Go do some research so that you can, can corroborate what I was telling you. And a lot of these listeners do that, and it changes them. And, and and I will tell you now, I'm not telling you to go run to jump in the lap of an establishment Republican. but I don't want you to do that. But I do want you... To, to recognize what the Democrats have been saying and doing and lying about so that you can become an independent voter. You can become a, a conservative libertarian constitutionalist. Uh, look, there are plenty of, of, of establishment Republicans that do not appreciate the Constitution, that they have forgotten that conservatism is freedom, it's liberty, it's rule of law, it's small government, it's low regulations, it's cutting spending, it's cutting taxes. That's what conservative is. When I talk about conservatism, that's what I mean. And that's why I tell you I am no Republican and I'm darn sure no Democrat. What I am is a freedom-loving, liberty-minded, constitutional conservative libertarian. There, set a mouthful. Mm -hmm. But if you have to put me in a box, that's the box I'm going to be in. (laughs) So I don't want to be in the Hispanic box. I don't want to be in the brown box. I don't don't want to be in in any other box. The only box that I will agree to be in is the the one of freedom-loving, liberty-minded, constitutionalist, libertarian, conservative. How about that? There there i i I have made a democrat happy today by putting myself in a box (laughs) but you know what it's no victim box uh because every box that the democrat puts you in you have to be a victim the common denominator of every policy that the democrats put forward every box they put you in um whether it's you're in the black box you're in the brown box the yellow box you're in the gay box the transgender box the this box the cis box the, the box you don't know what you are um Every one of those boxes, you've got to be a victim. That is the common denominator of the Democrat Party, Victimous. And if you live your life thinking you're a victim, you're never going to get ahead. You're going to have a harder life. And maybe that's why you're, you're, you're so angry, because you think you're a victim of some sort. <laughs> so, um, And look, folks, bad things happen. I'm not saying they don't. Uh, and there are things that are out of your control. But there are enough things that are in your control. To where you don't have to dwell on what you can't control and you can focus on what you can control and then your life is going to be better. All right. Well, we're going to make things better right now. Well, we're, well, we're going to make things better for the station as we go take uh, an advertising break. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor show.
3: Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction.
1: Hey, and we're back, folks. We're back. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderis, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. So, um, I had a listener just, just contact me from, uh, New York. It's a listener from New York, and he pointed out, he goes, yeah, yeah, you're not familiar with the Jewish Nazis? <laughs> you know, I missed that one in the history books. I, I, I missed that big Nazi Jew party <laughs> that was out there. Um, all having their Shabbat dinners. <laughs> oh man, oh man, folks! I could, uh, you know, speaking of dinners, I, 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 I could talk for hours about one of my best best friends that's no longer with us, um, because we would do. Um, Passover every year at his house and his mom. Oh boy, if we could tell you. You yeah, ask <laughs> if you tune into, and you should be tuning in after my show to Locked and Loaded with Roger B uh, because Scott was Roger's brother. And, um, Roger could tell you some stories. You know, somebody, somebody, please, when you're listening to Locked and Loaded Next, uh, send Roger a message, uh, or you can send it to me, and I'll convey it to Roger and ask him about his his mother. (laughs) Ask him about Gloria. Um, Well, boy, guys, we could tell you stories. Boy, could we tell you stories. Uh, But we used to have a blast every year at at Passover. We would all have to read, you know, during Seder, and... uh, Oh, boy. Roger's father and Scott's father is a saint uh, because we couldn't get through half the readings because we were laughing so hard. Uh, And, folks, we were doing this from from when we were well out of our teens. (laughs) We were well into our 20s, and we still couldn't get through dinner without falling out of our chairs laughing at each other. And, yes... He did make us always sit at the kids' table, no matter how old we got. <laughs> we never were able to graduate from the kids' table. Not me, not Roger, not Scott, not Gonzalez, <laughs> not uh, not uh, Daryl. None of us could uh, ever got to graduate from the kids' table. So anyway, all right, sorry. I just, you know, it's little things that will just send me down memory lane. And Ah, okay. So, like I said, CPAC was an absolute blast. Look, folks, Ron DeSantos did an amazing job. Uh, The... the the award for the best governor in the United States since uh, last year goes to Ron DeSantos. Uh, look him up. Read a little bit about him. He's, he's awesome. And a close, close follow-up, uh, if not a tie. This could be a tie. So let's just call it a tie. The other So the tie would be with the uh, governor from South Dakota, Christy Noem's. Um, what a fantastic lady! Uh, I if Donald Trump doesn't run then I, I pray that Christy Gnomes runs for president. I will say it right here, right now. If if President Trump doesn't run again, then I am 100% begging, asking, and will be behind Christy Gnomes from South Dakota. I want her to run for president. Oh, my goodness. She's, she's just awesome. Uh, I would also be 100% happy with Ron DeSantos. One of the listener questions that I was going to get to was, uh, Victor, who do you think is going to run uh, for president in 2024? And and honestly, look, Trump alluded to it uh, on Sunday night. He he joked about it. Um, <clears throat> so there's a good chance that Donald Trump's going to run again. I don't know, folks. I, my honest, my gut feeling was that he was that he wasn't going to run again. Um, he's going to be older, um, but he is so sharp and he's so there, <laughs> um, and he's got so much energy that it wouldn't surprise me if Donald Trump runs again. And honestly, folks. I wouldn't blame him for running again. If ever a president deserved a second term, it was President Trump. And I don't care about the tweets. I don't care about uh, he, he, he makes you angry or, or hurts your feelings. I care about policy. And more people were helped under four years of Trump than any time in history since probably Ronald Reagan. More black people were helped. More Hispanics were helped. More Just Americans in general. By putting Americans first, all Americans were better off four years under Donald Trump than they've been since Ronald Reagan. And and the country was just going in such an awesome direction. So if ever a president deserved a second term, it's Donald J. Trump. Folks, we went four years in, in unprecedented peace. Donald J. Trump was the first president that didn't get us in a new war. Uh, since I don't know when. I don't know when. First president. Dementia Joe hasn't been president for 40 freaking days and he's bombing the crap out of Syria. I told you guys a month ago, uh, well, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe a month ago, to keep your eye on Syria that, that Dementia Joe and the Democrats were going to get us back in a conflict quicker than you could choke down a donut. That probably wasn't the best metaphor. But anyway, um, and, and by golly, he's done it. He He's out there bombing the crap out. You know, it wasn't that long ago when these all these Democrats working for Biden and Biden himself and Kamala and Harris were all out there saying, oh, my gosh, you don't have the authority, Trump, to go bomb anybody, and you can't go after that terrorist, and you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. You know, when Donald Trump sent out uh, a, a military jet, it was to target a single terrorist who was killing Americans. Biden's got in there and he's, bam, they unload the F-15s on Syria. And I, like I said, folks, it wasn't a few months ago. All of these Democrats were saying, you can't do that. We don't need, we're, in fact, in 2016, when Donald J. Trump took office all you heard was democrat after democrat after democrat saying oh my gosh he's going to get us into war he's going to get us into a war he's going to do it he's going to do it we got to do something he doesn't have the authority we got he never did it folks never did it the first president since i don't know when who did not get us into a conflict and did not get us into a new conflict And along comes Dementia Joe. (laughs) I mean, 30, 40 days into office, and he's bombing the crap out of Syria again. Because that's where Obama left off. You know, the Obama administration went right out of office bombing the crap out of Syria. And here comes And you want to know who we're bombing? Dementia Joe is bombing the very people that was propped up to help Americans, supposedly. And now he's bombing those people because they killed Americans. I I mean oh my god this this is crazy folks it's just crazy but but you anti-democrat anti-war democrats out there you keep telling yourself you're anti-war because you're nothing of the such because the democrat party loves wars and endless wars they want to occupy the middle east and the establishment republicans they do too because they want that war machine cranked up and they want it going because they want that money uh folks I, I mean it's I'm not going to get into that any more than that, but uh, but anyway, so look, Ron DeSantis, man, this guy's awesome. If if President Trump doesn't run, that that's my choice. It would be Ron Santos with with Christie or Christy Gnomes and Ron Santos. I just want those two to pair up. I don't care who's at the top of the ticket. I really don't. Because you can't go wrong with either one of these guys. Um I, I Christy Gnomes oh, just, just love her to death. Every time I see her speak, I, 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 I am that much more a fan. So I'm hoping that she runs. Um if Ron DeSantos runs, then I hope he picks um Christy Gnomes to be his vice president. If Christy runs and gets the nomination, I hope she picks Ron DeSantis to be her VP. Uh, and again, that's if Donald Trump doesn't run again. Now, if President Trump runs again, I, I'm right there with him. Uh, but I hope he chooses um, Christy Gnomes. I hope he chooses her to be his VP uh, if he runs again. Um, so and I'll tell you this, folks, the the nomination is Trump's if he wants it if president trump wants to run and and he wants to run in 2024. That nomination is his. Um, it's there for the taking if he chooses to. Now, if he doesn't choose to run, then he's going to be the kingmaker. And this is scaring the crap out of out of the establishment Republicans and the Democrats. Because Donald J. Trump will be the kingmaker if he doesn't run for office. He's going to be able to pick candidates and get behind candidates. And he will do that for the presidency. And it's probably going to be, I hope, uh, Ron DeSantis or Christy Noem's. So if you're not familiar with them, folks, look them up. Because they did a great job at, at CPAC. Look up their speeches from this weekend. They did fantastic. And that's not to say that there weren't other fantastic speakers, because there were. Uh, Ted Cruz did a great job. Mike Lee did a good job. Um, there were some good, good, good speeches at CPAC all weekend.
2: I thought Christy Nome uh, was fantastic. Ah, yes, she was, David. We were just talking about that. I know. I
1: yeah. yeah, you hate. That.
2: But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I called a friend and said, I know who I'm voting for for president
1: for 2024 yeah, yeah. if she Me you too.
2: know if it's a woman i know exactly which one she was uh well, Just outstanding. Well, maybe we can go ahead and
1: say that America's Web Radio will proudly stand behind Christy Gnomes Norm, should she decide to seek the nomination for 2024.
2: I'll stand beside her, behind her, <laughs> wherever
1: where I need to stand.
2: Uh, well, we, we can
1: carry her to the
2: polls, whatever
1: it takes. <laughs> uh, but I agree, David. I agree. Um, and, folks, listen, if you're out there. Um, Take a look. Look it up. Look at her speech from CPAC. Um, She's fantastic. You know what? Look look. a few weeks ago. She was being questioned and badgered by the media. And this woman is rock solid. You want, if you're out there and you have a daughter and you want an example of a strong, independent woman, (laughs) well, you show them Christy Gnomes. You had a male, I might add, a male journalist badgering Christy Gnomes. At a press conference in South Dakota, and she looked at this guy and just said, "She just—I mean, she put him in his place. She did it nicely, but she did it firmly." Here's this guy was 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 badgering her about masks, and she said, "Let me tell you something. Let me be clear." I am not going to argue whether masks work or not, because that is not the issue. The issue is, do I have the authority to force an American to wear a mask? And no, she doesn't. And my gosh, how refreshing is it? That a sitting politician, a sitting governor, who who the, the people are so willing to give governors this ridiculous unbridled power. How awesome is it that Chris – because there were Democrats and even some Republicans in South Dakota that were begging her to force a mask mandate. And she said no. She is a politician who actually said no to power. That is a woman that I would love to see president. Because Christy Gnomes looked at this journalist and said, the issue is not whether masks work or not. The issue is, does government in the United States have the power to force mask wearing? And no, they don't. There is no constitutional clause, uh, for a pandemic. There is no, no, no clause in the Constitution, I should say, that says if there's a pandemic, then you're, the Constitution, you can throw it in the trash. And you can give, you can give politicians all kinds of power. And Christy Gnomes actually, st- stood up, looked at this so-called journalist and said, no, I don't have that power, so I'm not going to try and exercise that power. The power lies with the people, folks, and the power lies with the states. That's how our Constitution is written. And my goodness, it is so refreshing to see a politician like uh, a sitting politician, a governor like Christy who who is willing to stand up and say, thank you. But no, thank you. I'm not going to wield power that is not given to me by the Constitution. And that, folks, that is the kind of people we need in whether they're representatives, senators, or or, in the office of the presidency. That's who we need. So on that note, I am going to leave for the day. But coming up next, well, I might hang around a little bit and chat with uh, Roger B. with Locked and Loaded, folks. It's coming up next. Stay tuned.